You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 28 as Andy is currently moving into his new apartment so there's a bunch of hype around that and good for Andy and I know how awful moving is I did it earlier in the year and it's just an awful process but a necessary process and uh, you know once he's settled in I'm sure he'll be very excited and and pumped to uh, you know have new digs so congrats Andy and uh, our apologies to you as you have to suffer through a move and and it's even extra tough considering where you live it's never easy to you know transport you know your all your stuff from one apartment to another in new york city it's just damn near impossible so andy we're wishing you the the very best and we hope it's as painless as possible but uh the podcast must go on so i will be ripping a solo i was gonna ask someone to come on but uh given my weekend that i've had it's just uh easier for me to rip a quick solo podcast as once again the rangers i feel like i say this all the time and which is a good thing is that the rangers just keep humming along here with a with a huge win against the philadelphia flyers yesterday and you know i just feel like you know overall just looking at that win that's a game without a doubt the new york rangers lose last season uh, you know, the tail end of a road trip, you're almost home. You just have a pit stop in Philly. You're playing a team that's kind of hungry for wins, has some veteran players. Uh, you know, they know how to play and, uh, you know, they're just missing a few pieces and it's just kind of the season's in disarray for them. But that's usually a prime candidate that the Rangers would lose to. And, you know, it's always tough playing Philly uh, being, you know, uh, you know, sort of a hometown rival. I mean, they're only a few hours away. Uh, they're not the, you know, the Devils or the Islanders, but, you know, for for us Rangers fans and just New York fans in general, whenever you can beat the city of Philly, it's always a good thing. So, yeah, excellent win, a gutsy win, and a much-needed win. And there are, you know, each win is so important nowadays, uh, you know, with just how those standings are in the Metro and just the East in general, just nobody loses period. So the New York Rangers are as of now, first in the Metropolitan ahead of Carolina and Washington who have the second and third spots. 
Carolina, those played four less games. They're two points behind us, higher winning percentage or point percentage, I should say. Uh, and Washington has the same amount of games played. So we actually have a real lead over Washington only by three points, but still it's one of those where, you know, finally there's a little separation and it's not just uh, a two point with a game in hand. It's a, you know, same amount of games played and we have a three point lead, which we know how quickly that can go away with a matter of weeks. So, uh, or I should say a week at this point, uh, you know, so, you know, every game is huge and, Again, the Rangers got the job done, and and you got to be proud of them. They're COVID, you know, they're going through COVID right now. They're going, you know, they have injuries. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of bunch of rookies playing. So whenever they pick up two points in this grinding month of January, it's just, uh, it's just a pleasant, you know, pleasant surprise that they're able to pull off games like they did against the Philadelphia Flyers, and in even so the. You know, the game against the San Jose Sharks where they're able to get a shutout win, a, a solid road win to end that West Coast trip. And, you know, it's it just you got to be proud of this team from what they're going to to, you know, what they are. And, you know, it's just they are the, still the New York Rangers. So I always err on the side of caution that they eventually will break your heart. But as of right now, you know, kudos to them. And, and you know, I feel like they're only going to get better. And I can't, I can't say enough that how much, you know, Gallant has brought this different kind of confident culture to the New York Rangers. And it's, it's been much needed and it wasn't always about, you know, being harder to play against. It was, I think for a lot of New York Rangers uh, fans, you know, they just wanted to, you know, kind of see what we have in all our younger assets and, you know, kind of see better play out of our veteran players and you're kind of getting both right you look at you know just the play in general from you know some of the new york rangers as of recent you know adam fox is just chugging along 39 points in 39 games you know he's uh tied for second in the league for defensemen artemi panarin 30 you know 34 games played he's got you know 10 goals and 28 assists for 38 points he's he's you know been you know stellar uh, Chris Kreider, believe it or not, I'm going to compliment him here. Just keeps continuing to put the puck in the net. He's got 24 goals in 39 games. Uh, you know, he's, if, Jesus, it's like he's going to be hovering around that 50 mark if he continues this pace. And, you know, you just, excuse me, you just kind of have to, uh, you know, shake your head and shrug your shoulders and, and give him props when, when he deserves it. And he deserves it right now. He's had a hell of a season. And I know, uh, you know, I know we've spoken about this before with Andy, but, you know, this system, this style of play has benefited Chris Kreider, I think, the most on the New York Rangers squad. I just think, you know, he needed to fully commit into a system where he could be more physical and not feel like he needs to rush back and play defense. He can kind of, you know, find his, you know, home in front of the net and tip pucks in and get rebounds. And now you can see why Mika makes the money that he does. It's just, it's, it's pretty remarkable what he's been able to do over the past, uh, you know, the past few um, uh, weeks, you know, and he scored I think, nine goals in the last 12 games since December 10th. And, uh, you know, it just continues to score. He scores, you know, against Philly, which is unbelievable, much needed goals against, like I said, it was, a, it was a game that the Rangers would 
would lose without a doubt last year, and they were able to find a way to win. And Mika Zibanejad is leading the way here. And as long as he keeps, you know, putting the puck in the net, we're always going to be competitive, right? You know, this is the mantra that, you know, Andy's had, you know, beat the teams that you can beat, uh, you know, and, you know, we need our all-star players to start playing like all-stars and be consistent at it. You know, we don't need a 10-game span and five games off. We don't need, you know, a, a game, you know, 15 games in a row where you score. That's great. And then you take 25, you know, games off. And it's like you, you look at your stats and you're like, yeah, it's great that he has that, you know, nice span. And we get all those wins. But, you know, the second half of the season, we can't, you know, the well can't dry up here. You know, every game's important. You know, you, you have a bad week. You take a week off here. You're going to find yourself, you know, in a wild card spot. So, you know, kudos to again to our all stars. It's just it's 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 again, I think it has a lot to do with the culture that we've been in uh, for so long and just the whole regime change and just the the confidence that's spewing out of this team right now is is remarkable. And, you know, just, you know, you, you kind of see the team kind of come together. They're playing for each other. Uh, you know, it, it just it, it, it's a feel good season so far and you want it just to keep going. and. And, you know, this is the this is the month where it's a grind. Now, I don't know what next month is going to bring with, you know, the gap in play and the Rangers not really having as many games as some other teams to make up. But, you know, if they play, you know, one or two games a week or, you know, a game a week just to kind of catch up uh, and make up those, uh, you know, postponed games, then I think that works out best for us. You know, we're going to need a few weeks to heal our bodies to, you know, kind of come down from the, the January grind. And I, I think it'll be a much needed break. I think the teams that have that break and aren't, you know, crammed and forced to play all these games in such a short period of time, you know, I think it's going to benefit those teams the most. And, you know, the Rangers are, you know, knock on wood right now, one of those teams where, you know, they, they don't have a ton of games that are postponed. They've been lucky with their schedule. They've been lucky to not have to play you know, a lot of Canadian teams in this, you know, uh, in this span uh, with, you know, COVID and, and now, you know, Canada's policy of not having, you know, fans in the seats and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, you know, you feel bad for those teams. But then again, it's, it's, you know, everyone's playing by the same rules here within the NHL. You can only play the games that you're scheduled to play and, and that's it. You know, the New York Rangers didn't know this was going to happen. So if they find themselves in an advantage over, you know, a team from Canada and then so be it. That's, that's the rules. And, you know, and, um, until, you know, COVID kind of goes away, you're, you know, it's never going to be an even playing field. It's always, there's always going to be a team that gets shafted or, you know, teams that are from a different, you know, region that are always going to get shafted. So it is what it is. And, you know, you just gotta, you know, take the punches that are thrown at you. And, you know, right now the Rangers are kind of going through, you know, COVID BS and just trying to, uh, just trying to get through that. And, you know, Gallant is coming back from COVID and it's just, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, it's definitely, definitely a feeling where the new Rangers are playing for themselves. They're playing for their coaching staff. They're, you know, you know, they're, they're you know, winning games. That's, and that's all that matters. So, uh, you know, it, it's funny, constantly, I think Ranger fans are always comparing ourselves against the league's best, right? It's, you know, we, we are right there with them. Um, you know, we're with the Tampas, the Floridas, you know, the Avalanche, and, you know, points-wise, we're right there. I, I think personnel-wise, I think we're probably not there yet, but, you know, it's always fun to look at the power rankings and uh, the Super 16 
uh, teams that make it uh, on the list every week. And, you know, the Rangers obviously have been there for a while now. And uh, last week we were number four, four overall, and we fell to number eight for the, I think it was the January 13th rankings. So, um, you know, it's funny to look at all the teams that, you know, move up and move down. It's obviously, week to week, there's just so much hockey going on and, you know, teams get hot, teams get cold. And so I kind of want to go over the Super 16 and, and you know, maybe throw my two cents in on some of the teams. Uh, right now, we have the Florida Panthers at number one. I don't think the Panthers are as good as the Carolina Hurricanes, um, but they are unbelievable at home. They were ranked number two last week. You know, for me, Florida... Once you, you know, once you find yourself in the top five, it's a crapshoot. But I, I will say, you know, Andy and I have both said Carolina, I think, is clear number one team in the NHL, the most balanced. You know, they don't really have much weaknesses. You know, Florida, I still question goaltending. Um, you know, I think they're an injury away from being almost being irrelevant with, you know, Barkov and, and those teams. And I know they're deep and they have secondary scoring, but I really do feel like, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, they, they might not be as dominant as they are right now. But I could be completely wrong. Uh, if I am, then you can throw an egg at me or some, you know, disgusting old lettuce and and boo me. Uh, number two, Carolina Hurricanes. Not a surprise there. Like I said, they were number one last week. I don't even know why they probably lost one game. So they have to move down a little bit, but you know, they just, you know, they continue to put up big numbers. They, you know, they have a 25 goal differential. They know how to score goals. They keep goals out of their net. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just unbelievable watching this team play, uh, this quick little stat here, 21, two and one when tied or entering the third period. I mean, that's, it's pretty remarkable. They just don't lose. They don't give up anything. Best team in the NHL, Carolina Hurricanes. Tampa Bay Lightning at number three. Uh, again, a team, I guess, that's not really a surprise. I, I would say, you know, to win a Stanley Cup three years in a row is going to be tough. Uh, they lost, you know, some key pieces. Could they do it again? Absolutely. They have the goaltending Vasilevsky. You know, they have Kucherov. The, you know, Braden Point is turning into one of the best players in the league, period. Uh, it's just they have a lot of clutch players and they know how to play and they know how to win. And Tampa Bay is what the Rangers should be striving for. A team that has, you know, uh, next man up mentality, good goaltending, you know, clutch scoring and, you know, uh, you know, a swagger to them that the Rangers so desperately need. So, uh, you know, again, a team that the Rangers should be striving for. Number four is interesting, the Colorado Avalanche. I know, you know, they've been on a crazy winning streak and stuff like that. Um, it's just being the first West team to be at number four. They were at number seven last week. I know they're playing better hockey. Uh, they were battling some injuries and, and stuff like that. So uh, Kadri's had a hell of a season. Uh, you know, 23 points, I think six goals and 17 assists uh, in the last 13 games, I think. It would, it's just unbelievable. So, uh, you know, you look at this team, you know, I don't, I don't think they have anything to prove in the regular season. They need to win a Stanley Cup. You know, they're, they're a Stanley Cup contender right now. I think they need to win a Stanley Cup. But then, you know, I do question goaltending on their end. And, you know, they, do they give up a lot of goals. So, you know, who knows? It's one of those, uh, you know, teams I, I think if they play with that chip on the shoulder mentality when they get to the playoffs, then, you know, they could be dangerous. But other than that, I really do favor some of the teams out of the East to be, you know, a heavy favorite over 
uh, a Colorado Avalanche team. The NFL playoffs are here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Wow, okay. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Because everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Again, bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. And that's with promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older to enter. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Toronto Maple Leafs at number five. Uh, again, you know, I know the Maple Leafs are regular season champions. When it comes to the playoffs, they never accomplish anything. Uh, it, they kind of remind me of, you know, I know there's a lot of parallels between them and Otto, um, Edmonton, excuse me, where they just can't seem to get it done. Uh, at least Toronto is a playoff, bona fide playoff team. On paper, they're going to be written down as a Stanley Cup contender, but there's almost the part of them where I'm just like, until you win or get to the Stanley Cup finals, I can't really respect you as a threat. You know, uh, they're a team that makes you believe that curses are real and you know and they're just i don't know what voodoo stuff is happening with you know toronto maple leafs but they seem to never be able to get it done when it counts so until they do just like the florida panthers until you win a stanley cup or you know get to the stanley cup finals and put up a fight you really you know i question you and uh and i think there's something to say about that number six is the pittsburgh penguins uh not a big surprise there you knew they were going to be pretty high on this list uh, you know, Pittsburgh's, I think this, what are they playing? Their fifth, you know, I don't even know what kind of stat this is. Pittsburgh is 11, one and zero since then for an NHL best nine, uh, points percentage. Oh, since December 4th, I was like, what, the, where the hell is this coming from? So yeah, I just read that stat for you. I mean, they're, they're going to be creeping their way up the standings. I wouldn't be surprised if this team won the Metro. They're that good. And uh, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to be in the playoff team, a playoff team, and I, I think they're going to win a round or two. And I certainly would fear them if the Rangers had to be matched up against them. Uh, the only good thing is, and hopefully that they, um, hopefully they they were just too far behind. They can't keep up with Carolina, uh, you know, and overtake them in that first spot. So you know, there's always that. You know, they had a little bit of a rough start, but now that they're humming along, completely dangerous and one of the best teams in the NHL. Nashville Predators at number seven, another Western team. Pretty remarkable season considering I thought the Nashville Predators would stink. I mean, I just think in general, if you're a hockey fan, you can't really convince yourself that the Nashville Predators are going to be one of the better teams in the National Hockey League. I just feel like even when they were strong back in the day, they were always kind of a middle of the pack team that maybe overachieved a little bit. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, is Nashville really that good? I don't know. They play great defense. They know how to win games. They got some veteran 
you know, veteran players that are playing out of this world. I mean, Roman Yossi's obviously one of the best players in the National Hockey League. Just pretty remarkable how he's leading this team. So, um, yeah, 12-1-1 since December 4th. Not a bad record to have. Uh, yeah, again, another one of those teams, though, that show me what you can do in the playoffs. I don't care what you do in the regular season. Then we got the New York Rangers at number 8, 23-10-4 overall. Again, you know, we speak about the Rangers every week, obviously, being our New York Rangers podcast. But, you know, this is a team that finds ways to win. And on paper, are they a top 10 team? I don't know. But they win games and they're beating opponents and, you know, they're, they're humming along here and they have, you know, 50 some odd points and are first in the Metro. So as of now, New York Rangers are a top 10 team in this in this National Hockey League. And I think they're only going to get better. I think they're going to improve at the trade deadline. I think, you know, once we get some of these you know rookies up to speed, that they're going to be a dangerous, deep, dangerous team. And I wouldn't want to play them in the upcoming couple seasons here as they kind of have their identity right now. So number nine, Washington Capitals. Again, a team that the Rangers are kind of going back and forth with the little juggling act in the, act in the standings. You know, Caps for me, I, I can see them slowing down here. I know they haven't been as good in, as they were in the beginning of the season, which, you know, I feel like nobody really is. Uh, and what they were doing in the beginning, how they were beating teams, you know, they, you knew that pace was going to have to slow down a little bit. but you know, I just look at this team and I just think, you know, are they going to be able to maintain this dominance and are they a little bit too old? Are they, you know, one of those teams where, you know, they find themselves in the playoffs and can't really compete with the physicality and just the, that grinding, you know, style of play that you find in the playoffs. I don't know. I really, I don't know. And I don't think anybody does know. And I think we're just going to have to see. They're definitely a playoff team. Uh, they can be dangerous or they can be a pushover if they play the you know right opponent. So uh, we'll see. The St. Louis Blues at number 10. Blues, again, a team where just when you think they were going to take a step back, uh, you know, they look pretty impressive. You know, they're playing another team that's playing for each other. And, uh, you know, it's pretty remarkable to see, uh, you know, players, you know, like, like Ryan O'Reilly. And now they have they added Buchnevich and Tarasenko and all the drama that was, uh, you know, surrounding this team, you know, especially with Tarasenko, where was he going to go and, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you look at this team and 21, 10 and five on the season, you know, it, it's nine, two and two since December 4th. I mean, this is a, a great team, a great hockey team. And you've seen them win a cup under worse conditions. So, um, definitely, uh, definitely a threat. I think uh, overall, Vegas at number eleven. The only thing I really have to say about Vegas is they're getting Jack Eichel, and the Jack Eichel experiment is either going to pay off tremendously or it's going to obviously go down in flames. You know, it, for Jack Eichel's sake, I hope he is the player that he once was. Uh, it's not fair that you know that you know NHL fans don't get to see a fully healthy fully capable of dominating this league jack eichel on a real team and you know i I don't have any ill will against vegas you know i don't really want them to win the stanley cup but you know i i I am rooting for eichel and i will root for this team to make the playoffs because they're definitely a bona fide playoff team they can be dangerous and it just makes for great hockey when teams like vegas are good and uh make the playoffs and are competitive so i'll definitely be rooting for them the minnesota wild at number 12 uh you know maybe 
for me, maybe the most boring team to ever watch. I don't know why. I just feel like growing up, Minnesota was just boring. But, uh, you know, they have some they have some good, you know, good players. And like, you know, any team that Zuccarello is on, I kind of root for a little bit. You know, Cam Talbot um, is on this team. And, you know, it's just it's an interesting team. And, you know, they're 21, 10 and two on the season. They're one of those teams where I think they can beat anyone on any given night, but I'm not quite sure how they're going to be in the playoffs. So uh, they'll most likely be there, probably will be there. I don't see this team missing the playoffs, but I, I am curious to see how they how they handle the playoff hockey and just the style of play there. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is a little hoarse today. All right, what do we got? Oh, Boston Bruins, 20, 11, and 2. Again, we've spoken about this on the podcast. I don't know what they are. They have the best line in hockey that can win any game for them. I don't know if they can do anything in the playoffs, though. They're probably going to be they're probably going to be a wild card team just because Pittsburgh, Washington, and Carolina are just too good. You know, um, Rangers are realistically probably going to since Pittsburgh doesn't lose. I know everyone's going to be like, "Well, why would the Rangers be in there? They're in first place now." It's just these other teams literally don't lose. And it's like, I, I don't know if the Rangers are, the Rangers are going to lose hockey games. We know that. The other teams literally don't lose. So they have like eight losses on the season. The Rangers have 10. It's just, you know, statistically, the Rangers, I find themselves are probably in, the, in a wild card spot since those three teams don't lose. Uh, you know, they're going to be fighting for the first or second wild card spot with the Boston Bruins. And, you know, I, I don't know what they are. It's going to be interesting to see what, you know, what gas they have left in the tank if they do make the playoffs or, you know, if they have to play a Carolina Hurricane team as the number one seed. So it'll be interesting there. Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks, uh, to me, I don't really have much to say. You know what? We'll lump. We are going to lump the 14, 15, and 16 all together because... Because they're like the same team, I feel like. The Ducks, the Flames, and the Kings. They're all, well, the Ducks and the Kings are young, up-and-coming teams. They have a lot of promise. It'd be exciting to be a Kings fan, exciting to be a Ducks fan. You know, just some of the players that they have kind of, you know, moving up the ranks and kind of taking over for some of the older players. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's exciting to be them. The Calgary Flames, they had a hot, hot start to the season kind of slowed down a little bit you know in the last week they were ranked 13 they're kind of you know f- faltering a little bit 17 10 and 6 again a canadian team though so you know having to deal with covid and all that bs you know it's kind of hard to say what the calgary flames are the rangers got crushed by the flames absolutely demolished outplayed outworked out hustled you name it the rangers you know were the only thing you know the rangers beat them in is just probably turnovers and that that's the truth, you know, and uh, so I'm kind of scarred with the Calgary Flames. Wouldn't want to play them in a Stanley Cup final. But uh, yeah, I just feel like overall out of the West, Calgary Flames are kind of trailing off a little bit and uh, don't have that luster that they used to have. So, all right, that does it for the Super 16. You know, it's just interesting now, you know, what the Rangers are going to be up against. And for me, you can't really pinpoint what the Rangers are until the trade deadline. Once the trade deadline goes and, you know, I'm curious to see what teams make moves, especially, you know, the top teams in the league, you know, the Tampas, the Floridas, 
you know, Washington, Carolina, Pittsburgh, you're like, are they going to make moves? You know, even Colorado and Nashville, like do these teams believe in themselves enough to really go all in and try to bring in a game changing player? And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see what San Jose does. Are they going to sell their key pieces? Cause they can get a lot for some of the players that they have on their team hurdle and stuff like that. So that'll be interesting. And, you know, even, you know, bottom feeders like Arizona and Seattle, are they going to, you know, take a little pride in draft capital and try to really fully rebuild like kind of like how the New York Rangers did where they kind of drafted their way out of this and then added key pieces along the way. And you know, that's probably the way to do it. You know, Chicago's another one of those teams where they're at a crossroads of whether or not they want to, uh, you know, you know, sell off or, you know, I don't think they're obviously not going to be buyers, but are they going to just completely sell off some of their key pieces like a Patrick Kane? I don't know, but they've won four in a row. So, you know, and how many points are they out of that playoff spot? They're only seven points out of a wild card spot. And it's like San Jose's holding the spot. So it's not like, you know, and they got a game in hand. So they're really honest. It could be only five points out of a playoff spot. So uh, the problem is Chicago gives up a ton of goals. And, uh, you know, they I don't think they have the scoring depth that, you know, will probably be needed to make the playoffs. But, you know, being that close and some of their players that they have and they win four in a row and they feel good about themselves, who knows? They might make it. So, um, yeah, I guess I should mention uh, Chris Kreider and Adam Fox are going to the All-Star game. No shocker that Panarin, a Russian, is not going. Uh, I really, truly think he just doesn't want to go, which is fine. I don't really care if he wants to take that week off and sit on the beach and chill out and hang out and just relax. You know, I don't think Artemi Panarin is really much of a partier. He seems like to be a homebody. So, you know, as long as he's, uh, you know, happy and content and wants to take a week off to kind of recover and regroup here, that's perfectly fine by me. It's cool having Adam Fox, you know, kind of represent the New York Rangers, uh, one of the best defensemen in the national hockey league. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, pretty remarkable the career he's had so far as a New York Ranger. And, It'll be cool to see him playing in an all-star game. Chris Kreider, 24 goals, 11 assists, 35 points in 39 games. It's pretty, pretty solid. And uh, again, a, a guy that I don't mind representing us in the all-star game. You know, for so long, we've had just Hank pretty much be our, the only chance of us having an all-star in this, in this thing. It's nice to have a couple of a forward and a defenseman. And, uh, you know, not, nothing against Igor, obviously, you know, the kid is had a you know rough start to the season in terms of uh, injuries and COVID and all that to kind of put him behind the eight ball. So tough for tough to have a, uh, you know, an all-star season when, you know, you're constantly just fighting to stay healthy and be on the ice. Uh, Zibanejad, I think is one of those players that you can vote for. So if you're listening to this, I urge you to go vote for him. I think it's dessert. You know, he definitely deserves it. He had a slow start to the season, but you see what he's, done the last few games he's really heating up and we spoke about this so many times the guy scores goals in bunches and this is exactly what the new york rangers need they need a guy that's going to score a goal every night and mika zibanejad has that you know has that ability and he can be a game changer and he can change the course of a game by himself uh you know despite having chris Kreider and kako on his line he doesn't really need them to create you know his own offense and this is the stuff that you know when the Rangers are at the tail end of, you know, their road trip and they have to go play Philly on the road to just before they get to go back home finally, 
those are the games where, you know, you need players to step up. And Zibanejad has done it once again. And, you know, you just got to be thankful that you have players like him and that he can scoot up and down the ice, play with a lot of energy, score goals, you know, not afraid to shoot the puck, lethal shot, and just kind of drives that power play. So, it, you know, it's it just you got to stick stick sat for him and, and, and hopefully he gets voted in because it's definitely, definitely deserving. All right. So let's uh, one thing I want to look at. I want to look at the Rangers schedule, too. Um. You know, with with January being such a busy month for the New York Rangers, you know, it, you kind of just hope I want to look after this road stand and see how we do, because we achieved what we wanted to achieve on the road. Oh my God, why is this not working? Right, here we go. No. Yes. Yes. Bad podcasting here. All right. So the New York Rangers, you know, lost to Vegas, beat Anaheim, lost to L.A., you know, beat the Sharks beat the Flyers 3-2, and two, just like I said. They go 3-2. and two. That's an excellent road trip. They have today off, tomorrow off, and Tuesday off, and a huge game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Again, um, this week is going to be tough. They have you know Toronto on Wednesday and the Carolina Hurricanes on Friday, uh, and then they play, um, uh, yeah, that's the next day. The 22nd, they play Saturday. They play the Arizona Coyotes, which, you know, on a back-to-back, that's going to be tough, especially if the Rangers beat Carolina. That'll be a test. Definitely take Arizona on Saturday if you're gambling. You're going to get really good odds. Emotional win by the Rangers on uh, Friday against the Carolina Hurricanes. You heard it here first. Then the week after that, we have L.A. at home, Columbus on the road on the following Thursday, and then another back-to-back Henrik Lundqvist night, 28th on Friday. And then on Sunday, the New York Rangers at 1 p.m., I will be in attendance of this game against the Seattle Kraken, a 1 p.m. game on Sunday, which will be, you know, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it'll be a good time. I got a couple of buddies, actually, two of them been on the show, Pat and Frank, coming down, going to the game. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I don't have much else to say other than that. And, you know, the Rangers have a couple days off here and the next podcast, I think we'll have, um, uh, you know, we'll, Andy and I will be kind of, you know, talking about the same stuff, but you know, the Rangers have a few days off here and they had a successful road trip. They got to come down off of it, get ready to play a tough Toronto team that knows how to score goals. And this will be a really, really good test for them. Yeah, Toronto, Carolina, you know, on a Wednesday, Friday, this is it. Like, these are the games that you got to get up for. These are the games where you got to be competitive. These are the games where all the stuff you're working on against the lesser teams and that practice, this is where you put that shit together. And you kind of, you know, play for each other. You know, play that grinding, grueling hockey. You got to slow these teams down. They know how to score goals. They know how to win hockey games. So this, this is the test. So, um... The Rangers hopefully are up for it, and we're not disappointed as fans here. But, uh, yeah, and that's all I got for you. So hopefully you enjoyed your weekend. If you're on the Northeast, stay warm. I know it's been cold. And uh, stay safe as uh, hopefully this storm that's about to come up over the next couple days kind of is a little bit more mild than what they're saying.
Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.